Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to My Favourite Work of Art, with me, Dr Laura Jane Foley. Each week I'm joined in the studio by a guest who tells me all about an artwork that means something to them. Today, my guest is the award-winning composer, conductor and pianist Howard Blake. Howard's hugely successful career has spanned more than 50 years and has produced more than 700 works. He composed the soundtrack for Channel 4's 1982 film The Snowman, including the iconic song Walking in the Air. Howard began his career as a classical concert pianist, at 18 winning a scholarship to the Royal Academy of Music. He has composed many classical works, including concertos, oratorios, ballets, operas and instrumental pieces, including a concerto for Princess Diana's 30th birthday. Howard was awarded the OBE for Services to Music and is a Fellow of the Royal Academy of Music. I'm delighted he's joining me today. Welcome, Howard. Nice to be here. So tell me, what is your favourite work of art? I think that's a terribly difficult thing to say. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, I, I love uh, painting and I, I like going to galleries. And uh, when when you ask me, I'm I searching around in my mind and... Um, I have in my lifetime met various artists and so I tend to, uh, like, uh, you get into a person, uh, you, you know the person and you see what they're aiming at. And so, so I, ha- I have, for instance, Ruskin Spear, who I knew very well. I loved his paintings because I knew him and I could see all of his uh, witty character and... His sense of humour co- comes through those paintings. So we're going to talk about Ruskin's fear. I think we are. OK. <laughs> so how did you meet him? How did you first come across him? I actually... Uh, I was playing piano at that time in the in the 60s at, at a country club in Hampton Court and a, a drummer came in called Cavan Malone, who I became big friends with, and his mother... She she ran an agency for all all the top young actresses in London. So it, it, he was a great person to know, <laughs> and uh, we used to all meet at this pub called the Cricketers in Chiswick, which was near where I lived. And um, always propping up the bar, there was this big ferocious-looking man with a white hair and a beard, and, and they said, "That's Ruskin Spear." And I said, "You mean?" The Ruskin spirit, yes, the Ruskin spirit. Anyway, I met him, and he was always very, very, very abrupt. 
and uh, and you know they t they told him I I played the piano. Yes, he said I I suppose you, what do you play play one twelve bar blues or something. You know, <laughs> I I bet you can't play the piano at all. So we we left it uh, at that. I was at that time actually the in-house pianist for Abbey Road. <laughs> but he didn't find that out. And then, then one day he said he said to me, all right, smarty pants, you come round to my studio and play, and play me some Bach. So I went round there and I, and I, I played a, a, a Toccata by Bach to him in C minor. And he actually, he was absolutely knocked out. Oh, he said... That's fantastic. So <laughs> and then he said, but I bet you can't play jazz as well. He said, I play jazz, actually, to be honest. And was he a good jazz musician? He was, and he, he, he actually had, had a band, and he liked to play for dances. And so he said, do you know any, any Duke Ellington? So I played, I played him a piece by Duke Ellington, and that did it. And from then on, we were sort of friends for life. <laughs> So, uh, and and then I got I got to know him, and and I found this very gruff character was also very actually very kind-hearted at the core, and uh, he did feel he'd sort of been a bit dumb, hard done by probably by the art uh, world, which we all do, actual artists do, but uh, when you got to know him, he he had this great sense of humour, ability to satirise people, which was very funny. Mm. Did you ever sit for him? We never, we never, ever got to 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 do that. However, however, he had a pupil called John Bratby, and um, I, I was featured in a in a in a. a Colour supplement and which which Bratby saw down in Sussex, Sussex Life, and uh, and he rang me, John Bratby, and he he said, "Would you? I'd like to paint you. Could you come down to Hastings? I live in a place called uh, Tower of the Winds or something on in Hastings, and uh, I'll give you lunch." So I, I went down to Hastings, and this crazy house is full of paintings of the Queen and. Andre Previn and the Beatles and <laughs> Mick Jagger, they're all lying around this <laughs> amazing house. And he, he was wearing a sort of leather motorbike outfit. And he, it, was, it, was, it was really very, very extraordinary. And, and he, we sat down and he painted an oil painting of me in two hours flat. Goodness. Uh, whilst we ate a sausage and drank a pint of beer. That, that was the lunch. <laughs> Whilst you so, were sitting, you had so, your lunch. <laughs> yes. So when, when I when I told uh, Ruskin I'd been painted with by John Bradley, he was actually livid. He said, "Well, I, I was definitely not going to do you." Know. No. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the end of that. So, if you had to pick a favourite uh, Ruskin's fair painting, could you pick one or one that's perhaps had more meaning to you than other ones have? Well, I I think I think there, there's a picture called the row about the hotel bedroom, which I just think is very funny, but it's be it's beautifully painted and it looks like a couple coming out of the water, uh, coming out of the sea in Brighton, now, which is where I come from and I used to spend my whole life on the beach. And they're coming out and, and the wife is stomping up the beach and she's obviously annoyed and he's 
tra- trailing behind her. And I thought, yes, that's, that's just the way it is. You recognise that, <laughs> that position of warring couples. <laughs> and he, 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 did, he had this ability to see the funny th- side of things. Um, but he also satirised people. I mean, he did this amazing um, painting of Harold Wilson uh, at the time he was Prime Minister, and it's it's he he was a master a master a portrait artist but he's got Wilson smoking his pipe but the smoke from the pipe is obscuring one of his eyes, which actually makes him look very 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 suspicious, mm, mm. and I think I think it was a sort of. Uh, would you really trust this man? Sort of painting, mm. and he he did rather the same with with um, Churchill, which is a re- really he obviously didn't like Churchill. But if he did like people, he actually would do exquisite portraits of them. I think it's interesting you talk about the uh, the Ruskin spear portrait of Harold Wilson because it's very reminiscent of the Sickert painting uh, portrait of Winston Churchill with the cigar and the smoke coming up. Yes. And I wonder how much he was influenced by that. I mean, with I've, I've got it here actually. The, the, the Winston Churchill portrait by Sickert has a single strand of smoke coming up. And, and it's almost as if Ruskin spear has seen that portrait and said and thought well that's a a brilliant idea with the smoke and how can I use it more and and the billowing smoke in the Wilson portrait as you says it has that gives it the air of of mystery and of slightly untrust unease suspicious backroom deals that you don't quite trust this character Uh, and I I, I thought it was quite interesting because it wasn't uh, Ruskin Spear influenced by Sickert as well he was a pupil of Sickert there was a a newspaper at, at that time this would be 70s late 70s called the evening news and they were serializing uh, the story of jack the ripper it turned out that uh, one of the stories was that the, the crown prince was taking he was taking lessons from walter sickert and it was vaguely suggested in this article that that you know that that sickert could have been Jack the Ripper. Well, thousands of people have been mentioned as being Jack the Ripper. But anyway, I went into the pub and I said to, I said, your teacher is in big trouble. He's made. Anyway, I when I said this to him, he went completely bananas, and he said, "How dare you, Walter Sick is the finest man ever." And he taught me everything. And I said, "I said, I'm not saying. I'm just saying it's in the paper today. I'm sure it's totally untrue." So he really loved Walter Sickert, and he thought that Walter Sickert was, you know, one of the really great uh, painters of the day. You mentioned earlier that um, Ruskin Spear also uh, played the piano. Yes. And I wondered, do you also paint? Well, occasionally I tried to, uh, I tried to paint, and I have done quite a few drawings and paintings just for my, just because I find it very relaxing to do. And um, I did a drawing of uh, a girlfriend, Diane, um, back in about uh, it would be about ninety four, and it was a pencil drawing, and I and I, I put a, put a bit of pastels on it as well and I wanted to join the Chelsea Arts Club and um, several friends I had there they said um, you know we'd love you to be a member so I went in front of the uh, membership committee and they said are you an artist I said well yes I'm an artist because I I play the piano I I conduct 
orchestras, and I'm I'm a composer, so I, I would think perhaps you that would qualify as an artist. Not at all. <laughs> you, I'm afraid to get in here. You have to be able to draw. If you can't draw, you can't get in. So surely you must have drawn something. So I said, uh, well, <laughs> so following week. I took this drawing of, of Diane down, down there and they looked at it and they said, that's very good. You're in. You're in. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Brilliant. So, uh, uh, so which much the... <laughs> surprised me, I have to say. So you were in the Chelsea Arts Club as an artist member, not as yes. a... Yes. Oh, very good. Very they, nobody would know that. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. You have to have an exhibition of your work. Well... I hadn't thought about it. In in my flat, um, I've got. I actually live in two artist studios converted into a flat in Kensington Square. It's top floor, and they were these these artist flats were built in eighteen ninety five. Five five artist flats on the top floor, and then five flats to hold the families of the five artists, which was. Really, I don't know. It's I've never heard of it anywhere else. Anyway, the, I bought this way back in the eighties, this flat, and um, it's the rooms are eighteen feet high. Wow! With with galleries, and so the whole of the whole of the studio is festooned with paintings. So over the years, I keep adding to them, and there's uh, I've got in fact. Um, uh, the very last print that Ruskin made, he, he, he used to do a limited edition of, say, 20 or 30 prints, which he himself would supervise, not, not sort of commercially done. And he was with his wife, Mary, and, and he did the very last print, which was of another satirical picture called After the Hanging. Uh, but it's in fact a painting of, of of the senior members of the Royal Academy who've just judged the paintings for the the summer exhibition, <laughs> and when they do this, they they finish and they always have a, a sumptuous lunch to celebrate. Because so, the arduous work of looking at arduous art. Work, <laughs> yes. So R Ruskin uh, at that time was on the board, or might have, might have been the chairman of it, and. Um, he did, he made a painting of those artists, and and they're looking, you know, they're just tucking into it. It's, be it's beautifully painted, and there's a waiter coming along with a with a bottle of wine to serve them, and so on. and and then he called it after the hanging, which is 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 very typical of it. Anyway, to come back to why I'm as interested in this painting was that. Uh, just after he died, uh, Mary r rang me, his wife rang me, and she said, um, I've got a present for you because the very last print that Ruskin did was of After the Hanging, and he said, give that to Howard. Oh. So I'm honoured to have that hanging in my studio. Yeah, he, he also did, he also did a, a, little, a little Christmas card. He painted a little Christmas card of a snowman. Actually, uh, which oh, I've lovely. got, and 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 he it says on it, I love your snowman. What do you think of this? Oh, <laughs> how lovely! Yeah. How lovely! So, of course, art has been incredibly important in your life, especially because of the snowman. Uh, what other work have you 
composed, inspired by art? Well, um, one of the, I've written actually several versions of, of, of the poem um, La Belle Dame Sans Merci. Uh, the Woman Without Mercy. And it's, I became very interested in that in that picture uh, it's it's a it's a pre-raphaelite picture by frank um, dixie frank dixie frank, yes who I, d I don't know for anything other than that really um i was commissioned to write a piece for the english heritage trust to be played in in hampstead heath on the lake there and um i i thought of that this picture and and this beautiful woman on horseback and and this good-looking knight in armor and uh, this great love affair that obviously is about to happen so i thought i would write i i, I wrote a symphonic poem called la belle dame sans merci and it was very odd because it it was i discovered that keats who wrote the poem on it actually wrote the poem right beside the lake where we were doing the concert. Goodness. So the sedge is withered by the lake. The sedge is withered by the lake, and <laughs> so no it was. Thing, yeah. So that did inspire me into that piece, and it was done with, uh, I think it was the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra, and I conducted it. So that was definitely inspiration. Uh, some years later, I, I did another piece for uh, for tenor and piano on the same subject. subject. So that was a definite sort of uh, connection with a painting. Other than that, I, I, I think I think that. For instance, when I, when one writes film music, of course, one is writing for pictures the entire time. And actually, a knowledge of art is, 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 is also quite useful. I particularly found this when I was asked to do The Duelists, the film which, which was Ridley Scott's first film. And... Uh, I, w I came up to London from Sussex to see it, and we went to his studio in Lexington Street in Soho, and uh, we sat down in front of this uh, flatbed viewer, and they and they put it they put the first shot of of the duelist up, and I said, you know, it's a painting, it's that's it's just like a painting, and. Uh, I then I did I discovered that Ridley had studied fine arts in 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 Newgate. His brother too, um, Tony Scott. They both studied fine arts, and and Ridley has an absolutely incredible knowledge of all of the great great painters, and he actually um, uh, used those. He created paintings within the film by mm. using amazing sort of. Um, filters to change the sky from from gray to brilliant sunshine and so on and so i think one is often inspired when writing film music by by in the sense one's being inspired by paintings lovely <laughs> that's a really nice place to leave it thanks so much for coming in howard was it all right <laughs> perfect good Today we were talking about work by the English painter Augustus John Ruskin Spear. Spear was born in 1911 and died aged 78 in 1990. He both studied and taught at the Royal College of Art.
Speer described himself as a working-class cockney, and the subjects for his work were found in the pubs and streets around Hammersmith where he lived. Speer was heavily influenced by the realistic depictions of grotty urban North London by Walter Sickert and the Camden Town Group. If you would like to see the works of art we were discussing this week or carry on the conversation further, you can find me on Twitter, at Laura Jane Foley. And if you want to discuss the show, please use the hashtag MyFavouriteWorkOfArt. The show was recorded at Wise Budder in London. The title music is Blue from Colours by Dimitri Scarlatto. I hope you'll be able to join me next time. Goodbye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.